Hey girls, you're listening to My Girl Podcast with Ruthie Ridley and Fina Ellerman. This is a podcast for every woman, every girl, every mom, sister, and friend. We can't wait to get started. Welcome back to My Girl Podcast. We have missed you so much. So we are much. so glad to be back and chatting with an absolute queen here in Sacramento. We are with Tori today. She is a hairstylist and a social media strategist. Is that right, Tori? Did I say that right? Yes. She'll she'll correct me later. (laughs) I actually, I don't know if you remember this, Tori, but we were not on set, but we were at a, like a blogger gathering together doing a shoot. And it was at Asha. Yeah, I remember. You remember? And that's where I got to meet her. She's so cute. You guys will see her on our Instagram. She's beautiful. She's cute. She's fun. She has some really cool tattoos that I wish you guys could see. Oh, thank you. So anyways, welcome, Tori. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Oh, yes, yes. We're We're glad. (laughs) Love chatting with all the queens. Mm -hmm. Um, So because we were, well, first of all, Fina wasn't at Asha Urban at Bath, and I didn't get to talk to you one-on-one. So I'm really excited to get to know you. I already told everybody you were from Sacramento. I could even be wrong. Where are you from? I am. Um, I grew up more in like the Roseville area, but I've been in the Sacramento area for my whole life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And if you could describe yourself, Tori, in three to five words, how, how would you best describe yourself? Hmm. Okay. Well, I would definitely say motivated for sure. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Enneagram at all, but I am an Enneagram type three, like through and through. Um, She's the achiever. Yes. Too much sometimes. Um, (laughs) I would also say um, genuine. And I mean that in like genuine to myself. Like I feel like I'm really good at staying true to myself um, and my needs. And then I would also say straightforward. Um, not like too much. I think I keep it, you know, polite, but I definitely am like a straight shooter. <laughs> yeah, we like that. I feel like me and Ruthie are like that. Like sometimes we want, I think we both want to say stuff to each other, like if we have a different opinion, but we're like trying to be polite, but really yeah. we're both straight shooters. So yeah. that's yeah. cool. That's so cool. You yeah. know, it's funny, Fina and I have been dying to dive a little bit more into the Enneagram and it's mm-hmm. kind of like new for both of us. And I've taken a couple different tests and I'm testing some on like as a three and then others as a seven. So I'm really excited to dive more into it just to, cause I know there's wings and stuff. There's yeah. wings. And then if you're like, when you're healthy, you go to, you go towards another number. So maybe okay. when you're healthy, you go towards, I don't really remember, but let's say when you're healthy, you you're three, but you go to a seven or something like that, you know? And when you're unhealthy, you more, you, you kind of come off a little bit more like a different number. So it's like very in depth. I'm sure Tori, you probably know a little bit more about that. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the wings, I just, I took one and I read, I've been reading about threes ever since that was my result. And I feel like I just like connect so much with everything that I hear about threes. So 
I love it. That's your number then. Yeah. That is your number, girl. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do for fun? What do you love to do when you're not working? Yeah, well, I love working. So (laughs) I work for fun a lot. But if I take a break, I um, love yoga. I Mm. have a few favorite studios around Sacramento that I love to go to. Unfortunately, I'm not doing that right now. Mm. I miss it. But um, yoga and then hanging out with friends and family and my husband. Both of our families are in the area too. So we are like always, you know, around our loved ones, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really great to have family in town. My family's not, my family's in Oregon, but Trent's family, my husband Trent, his family is in Sacramento too. So it's super awesome to like have them close by. Yes. Awesome. I I also Uh, would admit that I am like a big reality TV watcher. So same. Anything Tell like me. Marvel, TLC? Yes, literally. Like, I got to the point where I was like, I'm not even ashamed anymore. Like, I'll shout it from the rooftops. Yeah. I love reality TV so much. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, you said you love yoga and you've been going to a couple studios. Mm-hmm. Have you gone to Doma? I have. I actually live literally like half a block from Doma. Oh, wow. Okay. And so that's obviously then not your main studio. What, what are your studios that you love going to? Um, I mostly go to Soulfire. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dome is great too, but yeah, Soulfire is, I have, I've had my membership there forever. I just love a lot of the teachers there. So that's like my yoga home. That's awesome. Okay. I have a yoga question. Because okay. I've tried it. I don't know what I'm doing. Number one, let's just get that out of the way. Okay. I kind of get bored with just working out in general. So it's, I don't really feel like it's suited to like my personality. But like when people are like, I go to yoga, like I'm like, I want to go too. Like, but I guess I just haven't like really researched like the benefits. Like obviously flexibility, I'm sure like maybe like blood flow and circulation. But like, how have you seen it like? benefit you physically mentally whatever yeah for me I feel like it's definitely more of like the mental side that I get the most benefits from um but also I think a huge key in falling in love with yoga is finding the right teachers because there are some teachers that I'll go to their class and it's just like not the right fit I really love like a really good workout from it too so like I want to sweat a lot so if the teacher isn't like hard enough then it's probably not the right fit for me so I think like looking around and looking for the teacher that fits your um like workout style is definitely important okay and like Pilates is different right that's like cool like more focus on core I don't know they all sound the same to me is that so I've never done Pilates before but I think it's very different okay I'm gonna have to try these things out TBD guys (laughs) Okay, so Tori, we see, um, I just like went and like stalked you, your website. Um, and you saw, you said that you live a low waste lifestyle. Tell us about like that and just what does that mean? And like, how did you get into it? Like you just started doing with that. Yeah, so I have a bad habit of like getting way too passionate about things and then letting them like take over my life for a little while. Cool, cool. <laughs> I got into low waste lifestyle stuff because um, I do hair and I started using a product line that was less toxic because um, I was having like skin issues 
from mainstream hair color. So that kind of sparked my journey into like organic products and um, food and just like that whole thing, which I feel like leads very easily into then also wanting to be kinder to the earth too. Um, And so that's what sparked it. And so ever since then, I've just tried to be more aware of like the waste that I am, you know, creating and buying from product lines that use, you know, glass bottles or whatever the case may be, making sure that I don't like over consume too is a huge part of it. So I try really hard not to buy like fast fashion clothes that I think I'll only wear once and then, you know, stuff like that. So it kind of, I feel like once you learn about one part of one of those things, it, it, for me at least definitely sparked me to like make a lot of lifestyle changes. Definitely. That's interesting. Are you like that, Ruthie, like as a three? Like, cause I just, there's so many of those things. I'm a five, so I'm the investigator. So like, I'm interested in things and I'll like read up, but like, I don't have that into me to be like, no, like, like I'm changing my life and doing that. I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. And then I move on and keep yeah. keeping on. So like, Ruthie, are you like that? We're like, cause I have another friend, um, Caitlin Zick, you probably know her and she's doing, uh, she has a, Instagram called Kate Goes Clean and yeah. she's doing the same thing but she's a three too I noticed that and like just to like have that passion and be like this is what I'm gonna do like I'm envious of that are you like that I'm not I'm not really no no I work with someone who is though so when we're at at work and we have to be in the office because I do primarily work from home yeah. when she comes into the office everything I mean she's got like bowls and she's got napkins and she's got her own forks and just I'm just shocked I, I'm, I'm mind blown I'm like wait I mean there's everything here you know yeah. we can just use these <laughs> plates and we can just and she's just like no you know and then straw. <laughs> I mean it's like offensive I mean even my other co-workers like you didn't know Deb doesn't hot waste anything <laughs> there's none of this what are you doing I'm like oh my gosh I'm so sorry because you know we kind of joke she's got a napkin from home <laughs> yeah like you know, it's okay she's got a napkin from home and to me that's it's like hey it's easier to just yeah they got here I don't let my husband buy paper towels anymore. Like we only use, I bought these like reusable, they're basically like mini towels, but that's like what we use in place of paper towels now. Luckily he's been oh my kind of on board with most of my weird changes, but yeah. My husband would kill me. <laughs> he literally would be like, I'm out, like I can't do it. <laughs> That is so funny. Okay. On the topic of like husbands, like tell us about Jeff. We want to know. Is that how you pronounce it? It's called pronounced Jeff, right? Yes. Okay. It's pronounced. He spells it G E O F F. That's why it everyone thinks it's G off, but yeah, he's Jeff. (laughs) Um, Um he's great. He him and I are very opposite in most ways, and I think that that works out really great for me because he kind of like grounds me and brings me back to earth when I am being a little too overly passionate about something or like working too long of hours. Um, He's definitely very grounding and like level-headed. So I very much appreciate that in our relationship. That's awesome. And are you guys like, do you do similar like 
work or is he kind of like in like a different field like industry or whatever yeah he's in a totally different industry he works for a company called oracle um it's more of like the regular nine to five it's like a yeah. company i don't know much about it but, <laughs> but he's doing it and i get his health benefits so that's great <laughs> That is okay. Same here. I'm in the same boat. My husband's a youth pastor and he gets benefits and I'm like, I, I will be reaping the harvest. (laughs) How did you meet? Um, we have actually been together for like almost 10 years. We've only been married for a few months, but, um, met after high school, just through mutual friends that were dating at the time. Yeah. I feel like got to skip the whole online dating thing, which I'm pretty oh, stoked yeah. about. <laughs> Same. We had a whole, had a whole ap- episode on that whole world during Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it's something both Fina and I skipped as well, but it's just a whole, it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, I honestly, like my main thing, like I actually don't even look down on it, but I just kind of feel like we're not really designed to have like all of these options, you know, where it's like, oh, ah, and like that. So swipe and like find something else, you know? Cause I, then I feel like we have like a hard time committing. Cause you know, like, well, if like, what, what if, like, what if, if I didn't swipe a couple more rights or lefts or whatever direction it is, I would have missed out on this person, you know? So right, yeah. yeah, it's different, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad I skipped out on that, that season of yeah. life too. It's very time consuming to me. okay keep up with all that um so um one last question just to like get to know you so um being like the business coach I'm assuming you do that like on your own that's self-employed so with being a hairdresser and everything are you like completely self-employed yeah so I'm self-employed in both jobs I rent a chair at a salon so um it's it's like my own little business that's awesome. Um, like, how has that affected you, like COVID and everything, being self-employed? Um, well, it's definitely made me extra grateful for my coaching business since I'm not able to do hair right now. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's definitely made me appreciate the fact that with my coaching business, I can work um, completely remotely and like do everything online too. So I don't have to worry about changing anything in that regard. I'm just curious with with the hairstyle lane, when did you start that? I've been doing hair for almost 10 years now too. I went to beauty school right after high school. Um, And in high school, I was a receptionist at a salon for like three years. So I've been in the beauty world for feels like forever now. Right. Oh my gosh. That is, yeah. I'm like a, always, I always, I laugh. I had sent Fina a, um, a meme about, you know, getting your hair cut and hating it and feeling like you're want to die. I do not know how you take that responsibility on your mm-hmm. shoulders of touching people's heads, getting them sorted, and then praying to God that when they leave you, you know, they feel good. And I mean, how do you deal with that? It's a lot, especially in the beginning of a hairstylist career. I feel like now I've been doing it for so long that I kind of have just like my regulars and I know what they want and we know each other's style. But in the beginning, when you're kind of just like taking any client you can get, there's definitely some um, 
not great connections and like not the right fits. So yeah, it, it's a little scary at first. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be too nervous to do any of that. <laughs> Way too nervous. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think it takes a special person. But you know what, like anything else, you're telling us now, even doing it for 10 years. And so after a while, you do gain quite a bit of confidence yes. in your skill and, and stuff like that. And, and you can begin to read people and then you have clients for a long time. You know, you build up a clientele and I think that's the beauty of, of the hairstyle world. Yes. Would you yeah. say you have like a hair specialty? Do you focus on color? Do you focus on, what do you focus on with, you, with your um, hairstyling? Yeah, I definitely have a specialty um, because my main focus now is giving people the cleanest experience that I can as far as like products go. So they're not my like lightener, say, for example, isn't necessarily as strong as some of the more mainstream products out there. So I definitely specialize in more natural looks. I don't do anything that is super like a huge change, you know, like I would never take a client that wanted to go from like black to, you know, bleach blonde. Yeah. Um, so I definitely do more of like the balayage, natural highlights um, kind of looks. I love that look. I, sometimes I do stuff at home because I it's not my hair, so I feel like less like I can be a little bit more risky. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried some things. It doesn't look probably as good as it could, <laughs> but I've always been like so interested in hair. I like uh, not too long ago I considered going to cosmetology school, but it just didn't end up working out. But like I just love hair. Like, do you get like stuck on YouTube like watching videos or anything like that, or is it? Okay, so weird confession. I feel like I am very different from a lot of other hairstylists in the industry. I feel like the hair itself isn't really my passion about it. Mm -hmm. It's the connections that I form with my clients and giving them like a holistic experience. So I feel like I'm actually very removed from like the beauty world itself. Like I don't really watch any beauty YouTubers. I don't follow a lot of other hairstylists online which is weird, but yeah, that's just like not the side of it that gets me really fired up. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's actually cool though. Like that's refreshing because I would just assume like, I wouldn't know. I, I assume people who are hairstylists are like just super into just like everything about hair, but like I would feel more comfortable going to a hairstylist that was caring about like what they were putting in my hair, yeah. on my body, caring about the way that I felt, you know, leaving the salon. Like that's super refreshing. I don't know about you, Ruthie, but that sounds like my jam. <laughs> New for me. I mean, to be totally honest, um, I wear wigs and I have since I was about 18 years old. And so I haven't stepped foot into a salon. I mean, for over 10 years Mm. and at the time I was getting my hair chemically processed getting a perm getting it straight and that kind of thing and there was no talk about clean products like I I'm sure you're finding a lot of resources now because I feel like a lot of people are moving in that direction and so that you're you're very fortunate that right now people are like yes it actually matters what I put on my skin and it matters what I put in my hair it goes into my body Yes. 
I just, I am very lucky that I'm doing it right now, especially because the reason that I made the switch in the beginning, like I said, was because I was having an, an allergic reaction basically on my skin to the color. So if this had happened before I had more options, I probably would have just had to stop doing hair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it's crazy. You have a favorite brand that you work with. You don't have to tell us our secrets, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I use strictly O-Way. It's spelled O-W-A-Y. So that's all I use as far as like color and aftercare products. Um, They are from Italy actually, but they're super clean and they use glass bottles. So it's all very recyclable. Like everything that I care for, they, it's vegan. They don't test on animals, like all that good stuff. Um, I don't want to be the devil's advocate here, but I'm sure, you know, you have a new client, for example, they sit in your chair and you say, oh, here's this away. Okay. And this stuff is the bomb. It's clean. It's got nothing in it. I'm going to look at you and say, well, is it as good as the other stuff? Am I going to get the same color? Is this color going to last? Is it going to be shiny? What do you, what is your response to people who are like thinking, you know, this clean stuff is probably not as good. Yeah. So this is where, um, my, like I said, straightforwardness and like true to myself ness comes through because, um, especially like I said, now that I don't need as many new clients, I'm very picky with who I choose to, because I want obviously both of us to be happy. So, um, if that's someone's biggest concern, I'm very straightforward with the fact that I, it does work, but at the same time, it does work a little differently. So like I said, if you're someone that's wanting this huge transformation and to be like the blondest blonde, um, you know, maybe we're not a good fit and I'm like happy to recommend them to someone else. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just try very hard to be straightforward about that. And I'm very open about that on my social media too, where I promote my hair services. So it's very rare that I get someone brand new that doesn't know that about me already. Yeah. I feel like when people pick a hairdresser, people who care about that kind of stuff, um, they kind of do their research first to see what like their niche is, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, for us, we're going to go to someone who knows about black hair care. Like the first, when I first like got into like actually taking care of my hair and like got my first relaxer, it wasn't even from a black woman, it's from a white girl. Um, But she was like, she knew her stuff about black hair care. And so I felt like I trusted her. So for you, like you're not not, it's not just going to be any old person walking in, like people who care about like, um, you know, the natural products and all that are going to seek you out. They're probably going to do a Google search seek and find you right. and come to you. So that's, that's really cool. I love that. Thank you. So, I, I'm always curious, but it's like, it's, it's also a part of you staying true to who you are yeah. and being really passionate about what you do and being really good at what you do and not lying to people and saying, yes, I can get you bleached blonde. Yes. With all these chemicals, I can't, you know. Yeah. All right, switching gears just a little bit here. You're also a business coach, 
right? You're a social media strategist. Yes. Tell us about that. I'm always curious about this because that means different things to different people. Yeah. So um, this business sparked very naturally because like I said, I've used social media for my hair business. Um, and that is definitely like how I got, I would honestly probably say 90% of my clients, like without Instagram, I would not have the clientele that I do now. Um, and so I started having other hairstylists reach out to me in, you know, the DMs and asking me for help. Um, and so I started just offering like one hour sessions. We would like go get coffee together and I'd give them some advice. Um, and then I was enjoying it so much that I decided to hire my own business coach to have help making it a real thing. Um, and so that was a little bit over a year ago. And since then it's grown into, I mean, I can't even believe I'm like so happy. I have like a whole three month program that I offer. I still also do the one hour phone calls. Um, and then I have a, a bunch of little side offers too, more like courses and things like that. So, um, I love it so much. Um, I would say, yeah, the main thing that I help with is Instagram specifically and helping people get clients and customers using Instagram. So, um, I guess I, like, I would be curious even for like us, for like our podcast, like if we came to you and like, we wanted like, obviously you're not going to give away like your secrets. Like we would need to like set up some sort of consultation, I'm sure. But like what, what would benefit us? Like what services that you offer would benefit someone like, like us, like a podcast mm -hmm. or have you even like worked with any podcasts? Um, so I've never worked with a podcast specifically before. I don't think, I think a few of my clients have podcasts, but, um, I think that my strategies work best for people um, that are selling something, whether it's a service or a product. Um, a lot of what I teach is about using Instagram to sell. So like get yeah. clients or get customers. Um, but at the same time, a lot of it too is just about um, teaching general Instagram strategies for like things like engagement and getting new followers that are actually people that are interested in what you're doing. Um, those kinds of things. And Another huge key, I think, to especially my three-month program is the accountability piece because yes. in order to grow your social media, you need to be very consistent. And so having someone like reminding you like, did you do this today or have you tried this yet? Knowing that you have someone checking in on you, um, making sure that you're staying consistent is like a huge benefit of what I do for sure. That's awesome because like, I mean, if you think about like social media, like Instagram, like it's just, it's free advertising. Like I just think about like Kylie Jenner and how like, granted she has the money to pay for marketing, but she didn't, she did all her like Kylie Cosmetics thing was all like primarily Instagram. So I just think that that's amazing. And I'm, I'm glad that there are resources like you that are showing people because I'm, I'm sure that there are many people that have been in the game on Instagram and felt like they've lost, you know, like momentum or have wasted their time because they don't really know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's honestly really super cool. So as far as like the strategy and everything, like you, you didn't really have to go to like college for it. So did you like take any courses? Yeah. So I would say two different things are like the biggest factors. One is experience. So the fact that I used Instagram to grow my hair business gave me that experience to know like what worked, what didn't work, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I think experience 
in this industry at least is like the most important thing. I would never want a coach that just jumped in being a business coach without having grown a business first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, And then second, I make sure that I always have a coach who is levels above me. So I'm always learning new things from them and we're basically like passing it along, right? So I... It's not like school, but I mean, basically, because I'm always learning yeah. um, new things from my mentors. Yeah. So I will never not have a coach because I wouldn't do that to myself or my clients. Is that similar to you, Ruthie? Like, so, like in the influencer world, and obviously, like you have a bunch of followers. Like, um, you started somewhere on your own, but did like I know you joined like groups and like there's community that kind of like shared tips and whatever. Like, what did you do? Network. And I was always kind of like reaching up, like Tori's talking about, to that person who's more experienced, has the 10 years, has the five years, and just saying, what do you do here? How do you respond to this brand? Um, How do I reach out to a brand? How do I pitch? Totally just a lot of seeking out people who have been there. Yeah. And, you know, it was one thing I learned is that you don't lose by giving, like I'm not gonna lose out on opportunities by giving someone else the contact to Pottery Barn or you yeah. know whatever that kind of thing, um, and realizing how so there are really a lot of kind bloggers in the industry, and then there's people who are extremely um, you know they kind of hold on to what they have and don't yeah. want to share their knowledge of fear of you know you kind of passing them out so to speak. Yeah, I've thought about that because there are so many people like killing it on social media and it's kind of like in your face. Mm-hmm. So like for me, for someone like I'm not an influencer, I have, I have like no, not a lot of followers. I may be hesitant because I'm like, oh, am I stepping on their toes? Are right. they going to like not want to like share that information with me? So like I'm thankful for people like you, Tori, and you, Ruthie, like especially, oh my gosh, like Ruthie, you've proven so many times that you are so giving just of your resources, like for people who are listening, like they need to be encouraged by that, that they, yeah. they shouldn't be fearful of that. Like there are people out there that are willing to share this knowledge and help them grow their business. Kind of like what you're saying, Tori, is there's nothing like experience, you know, that's the, almost the best teacher mm-hmm. and then being teachable, being willing to listen to insight and advice and direction and then apply it. So true. So, so being like self-employed, what does like a typical day in the life of Tori look like? Like from waking up to clocking out. I don't know. I don't know what time you stop working, but yeah. What's, what's the day look like for you? Um, so I am a very early riser. So I wake up pretty early and then I usually put some sort of guided meditation on, on my phone. Um, and listen to that they're pretty quick like I choose like 10 15 minute ones just so I'm doing something that isn't just picking up my phone and going straight to Instagram right when I wake up yeah that's great what app do you or do you use an app or like how do you access that stuff I usually just go on YouTube and I really like Abraham Hicks guided meditations so that's what I'll search um I really like Abraham Hicks abundance meditations are my favorite if anyone wants to search um And then I take my dog to the park. She is my best friend and I love her so much. So (laughs) we go to the park and play fetch. And then I just start 
whatever I'm working on that day. So it depends how many calls I have with clients that day, or if I'm doing more of like content creation kind of day. Um, right now it looks a little different because my husband's working from home. So he's home here with me too, which has actually been really fun. Um, (laughs) I've also been outside a lot with it being so nice out. I've been working outside in the sun, which has been awesome. Um, And then I try really hard to make myself stop working at a normal time, but usually I end up chatting with my clients a little later than I should. Um, And then finishing off the day with reality TV, honestly, probably. (laughs) Better way to finish off your day with a little real housewives. Exactly. That's how I feel as well. Um, Which which show is your favorite? I got to know. Oh, Vanderpump for sure. Thank you. Okay. They are crazy. <laughs> Literally I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> mess. Messy. Yeah. That's what they are. But it's so good. I can't, I I can't it. get enough. Yeah. Sometimes it's the only thing that can get me to like turn my brain off and stop working. Yes. Oh, good. I don't know what it is, but it's like the chaos, whatever they're going through, like it helps me like disassociate from like whatever I'm stressed about. Like my husband will come downstairs and be like, what is happening? Like I'm, I can't handle it. And I'm like, it's fine, baby. Like, I'm just, like, yeah. loving this. <laughs> That's so funny. So, like, you do the self-employed thing, like, every day, whereas, like, a lot of us um, aren't used to working from home. Like, me, like, I go into the office every day. Ruthie works from home, which is awesome. So, like, how do you, like, do you have, like, a schedule for the day in terms of, like, I'm taking a break here, I'm getting up and walking, or this is the time that I'm having my lunch? Like, what do you do to, like, protect your your time so that you're not just like 100% looking at your computer all day. Yeah, I actually have recently been using this method that now I can't remember where I first heard it from, but I've been working in like 15 minute chunks and then taking like a very short break. But I feel like that has been really helpful in me um, that while I'm working the 15 minute chunks, I'm like really working instead of like zoning off or like, scrolling or doing something like filling time that isn't actually working um so that's what I've been doing um I always do yeah just like take a lunch too and then like I said I usually try to at least get off the computer by like five um if I'm doing client check-ins after that it's just on my phone yeah that's good like the 15 minute break thing there's some like for me I I do customer service and so my inbox is just like coming in I'm like handling questions like kind of like a flow so I don't necessarily have the freedom to do like a 15 minute like chunks or whatever but as far as like working on projects like I can see that being so beneficial like I don't know it's just like good because there are times where I notice I'm like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? I don't even remember. Have I even like really accomplished yeah. anything? Right. So that's really cool. Yeah. I, I would almost be like, wow, 15 minutes. It feels so brief. But like you said, you're probably just, you're hustling during that time. Yes. I think that's why it's very helpful, especially with social media stuff too. I tell my clients a lot of the time to set timers when they're doing things on social media because I do feel like it does make their time while they're working more purposeful. And then when the timer goes off, they're not just sitting there still like scrolling. I think a lot of people think that on social media, they're doing research if they're like looking at what other people are doing, but I feel like it's usually a waste of time. (laughs) 
That is so good. I'm like taking notes over here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is so good. Um, it's just like practical. Notes. Yeah. So cool. I bet that during this pandemic, you have probably felt like, wow, it's great that I have my two different avenues of work. I yes. have my hair business, but I also have my social media strategy coaching, which yes. probably has kept you busy. Yeah, I am busier with that than ever because, well, one, I have the time, and two, um, a lot of my clients have more time too. So. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so they've been like wanting extra work and to like really get into it, which has been really fun. I'm very grateful for that. That's a lot of fun. Now, um, while we're on the topic of this crazy time period, do you miss doing the hair? Do you look forward to get back, getting back into that chair? Do you know when that might happen for you? So that's probably the hardest part is how up in the air it still all is. We have yeah. no word on what the reopen date will be. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some of my clients. I really miss seeing them. Um, well, they but, miss you, girl. Trust me. <laughs> they miss you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. We miss each other a lot. Um, and I think, though, honestly, I'll probably go back with shorter hours because I have realized even more so than I already knew how much I love coaching. Um, and so I want to make sure that I have more time for that, too. Like, I applaud you for, like, going after something. Like, that can be scary. Um especially like you're you're kind of like relatively new to it um but like you just have like such a confidence when you're talking about it and um the proof is definitely in the pudding so like like you were saying like a lot of this your experience and that's what your customers really like put their trust in you because of your experience and so like yeah that's just super cool there's been so many things that I've like tossed around my head that I really wanted to do but like I'm you know I'm kind of like afraid of doing that you know um so it's hard to take dream, take dreams and like move them into reality and like step out into them. Oh, I was just going to say that what you just said is like my biggest motivator and why I wanted to be a coach in the first place, because I feel like I know so many women that do just what you just said, like have these great ideas and then are afraid to show up on social media and talk about them and make them a reality. And I don't know why that isn't really a fear of mine. I guess I am like missing that piece, but I wasn't super scared to start my coaching business. So I want to help other people not be afraid and just like go for it and realize what's the worst that could happen. Yes. We, we need you. Like, could you imagine if we were all scared? None of us would be doing anything. So that's amazing. We need yeah. People not like that you. I haven't had scared moments. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid to like start the thing that I really want to, I guess. I mean, you're a rock star. You're a queen. You're doing all the things. Oh. Uh, is there is there more? Is there is there other things on the shelf right now that you're kind of like swirling around in your head that you want to do that you want to put into fruition, but you're it's just like the wrong time or the next thing that I am working on, kind of like behind the scenes right now, is a group coaching program. Um, so up until this point, I've ever only had one-on-one -on -one options. Um, but I personally have been in other group programs and masterminds and things. And I get so much out of not only having a coach, but having other women who are doing what you're doing um, around you too. So I really want to host a group program. That's like my next um, goal for sure. 
That's amazing. Yeah, the community, the community portion of that is like very important. So I can totally see that. And I think very effective too. You think about personal trainers, for example, how much more they can get done in a group of 15 clients. Yeah. Then let me give my hour to this one woman. Right. and, And make a fraction of the money too. It's finances too. So Totally. Now, realistically, this, this is a question for our listeners. Mm-hmm. If someone reached out to you next week and said, Hey, I want, you know, I need you to take me on. I'm a, you know, hairstylist, whatever. Mm-hmm. How many clients do you feel like you would want to take on at this point? You said your, your, your plate is full. Are you wanting to take on more one-on-one? Are you moving more toward the group? Would you yeah, say so- this time? Um, I actually was just talking to my coach about this the other day because I had a limit of one-on-ones that I would take on, but since I don't know when I'll be back at the salon, I have more time, like I said, than usual. So I have opened up, well, yesterday I opened up five new spots for one-on-one clients. Um, two of them already got taken. So I now have three spots available for one-on-ones. Um, once those are full, I'll definitely, that'll be like my max for now until some of them finish or until I do my group program. Totally. Totally. And by the time this goes live, our, our, our girls will be able to sign up for the group. (laughs) Seriously, probably (laughs) we like jump in and take those last couple spots. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But, you know, we got so many gems from you in this conversation. Like, I love this so much. I almost feel like I was like, you know, like a fly on the wall, walking, doing my walk with Charlie, just taking in my own podcast. Like, I was just learning it so much from you. So oh, thank you so God. much. But before you, you leave us tonight, can you tell, if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, if they wanted to start their own business, whether that's coaching or whatever, what would a piece of advice be? You've said so many amazing things already, but what would you uh, like to leave us with? I would say pay attention to what is already working and what you already love. So I'll explain that a little more for me. When I was just doing hair, I kind of had a feeling for a long time that I wanted to do more, but I didn't know what that was. Um, And when I started paying attention to, like I said, the fact that I was getting DMs from people, the fact that I enjoyed kind of like mentoring people, um, I listened to that and went with that instead of trying to just come up with like an idea out of thin air. So I always try to tell my clients if they're in the very beginning stages, like, what's already working? What do you already love? What are you already good at? And like, make sure that you're paying attention to those things in your life. I love that. That's good. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) I love that. You know what? It's when people veer out of their, um, their zone of genius that things Mm -hmm. start looking crazy. You know, it's like stick to what you're good at, you know, for, for Fina and I, Oh God, she's so good at graphics. She's good at editing. She's good at the computer, all this stuff. And if I were to try to do this, I mean, guys, we wouldn't have a podcast. It would just be a nightmare, you know? And so it's like, stick to what you're good at, but also what you're passionate about. Because passion, it shows. It shows. It shows in your work. So anyways, that was awesome. You guys, ladies, you're going to want to replay this a couple times, I think, Fina. They're going to want to take the notes, you know? This is what I imagine it'll be like. They'll be in the car listening and they'll be like, okay, so I need to 
what listen to this again when I'm at home and I have like a paper and a pen. Well, they'll already be at home. Right. But, yeah, we don't know. It's up here. <laughs> but yeah, it was so nice having you, Tori. And like we've seen you on Instagram and been following you too. So um, just finally great to like meet you and talk to you and really get to know you. So thank you so much oh, for your time. You guys are so fun. When everything, when we're allowed to see people again, we should have a reality show night. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Girl, don't even. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, that's it for this episode, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back soon. Bye. Hey, girls. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you there.